Texas is known for being tough on crime and those who commit it. Or, at least, the ones who get caught. There are tens of thousands of unsolved homicides in Texas, and nearly as many open missing persons cases. Every week, Gone Cold Podcast, Texas True Crime, presents in-depth accounts of unsolved murders and missing persons cases throughout the Lone Star State, concentrating on lesser-known cases that the media has long left behind. Cases like the recently solved 1974 abduction and murder of Fort Worth High School student Carla Walker and the 1968 massacre at Loma Alta, where the entire Ariano family was slaughtered by a depraved killer, to the 2008 Port Aransas killing of Christopher Tench, a whistleblower whose choice to do the right thing might have cost him his life. The following is a preview of Gone Cold's coverage of the 1994 sexual assault and murder of 16-year-old Trellis Tree Sykes. Tree was an all-star track and basketball player at her high school, located in the most impoverished and crime-ridden neighborhood in Houston, Sunnyside. When the perpetrator of a series of heinous and violent sexual assaults was apprehended years after Tree's slaying, it was thought to be the break detectives needed. But the Trellis Tree Sykes case remains unsolved. As you're listening, join Gone Cold's mission to bring these forgotten cases back into the public's awareness by subscribing to Gone Cold Podcast, Texas True Crime, wherever you listen to podcasts. Trellis Sykes was born on January 19, 1978, in Harris County, Texas, to parents Robert and Gail Sykes. She was the oldest of three girls born to the couple. When she was just 13 years old, in 1991, Trellis lost both of her parents months apart to what has only been publicly described as illness, after which her grandmother May took custody of her. Though the loss was traumatic, Trellis was a resilient girl. She was described by her Aunt Pamela as happy, quiet, and humble, someone who kept everyone around her smiling. A wonderful girl, she said. Trellis was a bright and motivated student at Worthing High, a school located in the heart of Houston's Sunnyside neighborhood. And she was incredibly athletic. A star athlete, Trellis excelled at track, volleyball, and basketball. She'd been interested in sports since she was six years old, Trellis's Aunt Pamela said, and her mother had always encouraged her to stay involved in basketball, feeling that the very tall and coordinated girl was a natural and that she'd easily get a college scholarship if she stuck with it and kept up her grades. At 16 years old, Trellis stood six feet tall and towered over virtually all of her friends and schoolmates. Trellis became affectionately known as Tree to pretty much everyone when her coach, Andre Stokes, upon first laying eyes on her, remarked, That girl is tall as a tree. The nickname stuck for good. Coach Stokes called her a gifted athlete and unselfish player. Tree followed both coaches' and teachers' instructions without complaint and would do anything for her team. 
Tree was immensely focused and driven at both sports and academics, so it came as a surprise to no one that Tree maintained spots on the honor roll and the varsity basketball squad. Though described by her aunt as meek, Tree was no such thing on the basketball court. Not only could she jump, run, and shoot with the best of them, she was tenacious and impossible to intimidate. Both in class and on the court, Tree was thought of as a leader by peers, teachers, and coaches. She kept up her grades and continuously strived to be a better basketball player so she could earn that scholarship her mother dreamt of for her when she was younger. The Sunnyside neighborhood of Houston in 1994 was impoverished, half-abandoned, and run down. From the housing complex called the Jailhouse Apartments by locals, where drive-by shootings, stabbings, and even murder were routine, to the trash-lined streets walked hourly by competing middle school-aged drug dealers, it resembled less a community than a war zone. Although the man who founded Sunnyside named it because the sun shone a little brighter there than in Houston, that proverbial sun had long since set, providing suffering and even depravity the cover of darkness. But Worthington High School sophomore Tree Sykes was a light. She was overcoming the many odds stacked up against her and paving her own way toward a bright future. In May of 1994, however, someone who can only be described as a monster took Tree from those who loved and were inspired by her. At about 7.30 a.m. on Friday, May 13, 1994, 16-year-old Trellis Tree Sykes left her home on the 1100 block of Alberta Street on Sunnyside's North End. She began the 1.7-mile walk to her school, Worthing High, a trek that would take about a half an hour. A little less than a half mile southwest of Tree's house, where Redbud Street dead ends before it starts back up again at Bowen Street, is a semi-wooded and brushy field. Through the overgrown weeds, some as high as eight feet, was a well-traveled path a shortcut used by many pedestrians going in and out of the neighborhood. Tree, her cousins, and many others used the path to cut across to Scott Street, where it's a relatively straight shot to Worthing High. Though she'd set out on this usual route to school, Tree Sykes never made it that morning. When she didn't return home that afternoon, Tree's Aunt Pamela and Grandmother May became worried and by the early evening were frantically searching for her. When they came to the shortcut where Redbud Street ends, police cars were parked there. At around 5.30 p.m., someone identified only as an adult who cut through the vacant lot found the lifeless body of a teenaged girl hidden in the overgrown brush a few feet from the path. According to Tree's Aunt Pamela, as crime scene investigators wheeled the body out, a leg hung from the gurney. She knew right away by the tennis shoes, she said, that the body belonged to her niece. It was a sight, Pamela went on, that she would never forget. Houston police detective Tony Fincher commented that from appearances alone, 
it looked like Tree was bludgeoned to death.